Hey, it's Naughty. And I'm the Teach. And welcome to Naughty and the Teach. This week, we are your favorite skeptical black hotties. Yeah, and we're shooting today on July 4th, which is known as American Independence Day. And it does not seem like freedom is in the works for us. Well, I mean, you know we're black people, so it was never in the works for us. So, but you know, now other people are realizing that it's not in the works for them either. Yeah, we, there's been a lot of things that's been going on these past couple of weeks leading up to this point um, that has either stru- stripped rights away from people or have gutted uh, organizations or industries that could really help to save people's lives. But we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, <laughs> I, uh, Independence Day, July 4th, it just doesn't feel very festive for me based on everything that's been going on. For me either. I've never been one to celebrate July 4th. I mean, I go to barbecues generally because who doesn't love good food and a good vibe? But my father is a veteran and we never celebrated July 4th. Yeah. And if you know the history of this country, you know that on July 4th, 1776, everyone did not have freedoms. Everyone did not have rights, including women. So, yeah, if if you didn't know that, go back to the last episode because we really got into it. Yeah. So uh, let's um, this episode is going to be a little different. We're going to try a new segment that we'll talk about a little bit later on. Um, but we are going to basically just talk about where we are how we got to this point, and how we're feeling on this July 4th holiday. I think, yeah, the only thing that makes it a holiday is that we don't have to work. Yeah, that's... Kind of where it stops. um, For some, you know, this is an important day. For others, it's not as important. It doesn't mean... I mean, for for, for most people, it's barbecues, it's fireworks, it's being with family, it's being outside. It's enjoying some togetherness. But outside of what the holiday is supposed to stand for especially leading up to it, it does not feel that way at all. Yes. And we decided that we were going to shoot on this day later on in the night just to have the day, see how it feels, see what happens. And a lot has happened, sadly, that really has encompassed what America has been in the past couple of years. So I guess we should just get to it. So let's start with the Supreme Court. Um, ah, The Supreme Court has made a lot of decisions, mostly in a six to three vote um, to strip away rights away from millions and millions of people. Um, We spoke last time about the concealed gun carry that's in New York that they overturned. They said it was unconstitutional. So that's going to uh, put guns in the street. Uh, Keep in mind, we have a massive mass shooting problem which we'll get into in a little bit because we're talking about america we're talking about america on independence day that's definitely something that we have to talk about yeah and um also to say with the the overall in the media they keep saying that take a six to three vote with some of those some of those um the six were separated into four and two where some people use their like religion particularly Catholicism, as their like deciding factor, while other people, while they agreed with um, overturning certain things, it wasn't because of 
religion. It was some of them. It was like like Clarence Thomas. He referenced um, textualism, you know. Um, so, which is like sorry, which is just like taking from the Constitution exactly what it says and protecting certain rights. A couple of things that we want to focus on in this Supreme Court discussion is the overturning of Roe v. Wade, which is the right to abortion. It's a, consti- a, a constitutional right to abortion. Um, we talked about concealed carry. That was the one of the toughest gun laws in New York, coming out of New York State. Um, they gutted the EPA's uh, overreach in order to try to curb this growing problem that we know called climate change. And they ruled for prayer to be in schools and school sports. So we're going to get into those things in a little bit. Um, which one do you want to start with? Let's just start with the hardest part. Let's start Roe v. Wade. Roe v. Wade. Because I feel like it's only going to... It, that's like the, the most downhill, I get, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. So... The constitutional right for abortions, you know, gone. So some states, it's still legal. Other states, as it got banned from the Supreme Court, it was banned like same day within hours in um, other places. And they even, you know, in a, in a lot of states, they, um, it was like a 15, like the women, not women, people who were carrying a child had, you know, 15 weeks. So like the first like three, three months. Um, to be able to get an abortion and then but now that's like completely out of you know just in the certain the states that banned it there's just like no abortion at all so that's unfortunate luckily we live in New York where it goes up to 38 weeks so you can really get an abortion at any time you know regard like you know if you find out something is wrong if you just are like nah don't want it you know, all these different things. And there are many factors why people get abortions. I think people think it's just people out here being willy-nilly, um, just engaging in unsafe sexual practices or whatever the case may be, or they just, you know, are living a lifestyle to where they're prone to getting pregnant and then just want to abort it. That's not why people make decisions. And I think that the argument that of that being it is it. And I, okay. Sorry, I also think to say that... Um, Making abortions unconstitutional is a women's issue, is not fair. It is a people's issue. You know, just when it, to the, for the sake of gender, women are not the only people who, um, who get abortions. And for the sake of bodily autonomy, if you say that one person cannot decide about what happens to their body, that cascades to everybody. You know, but when the pandemic was first starting, people were up in arms about wearing masks and saying, it's, it's, my, it's my body, it's my choice, however I want to walk around, I should be able to do so. So you went from that to now you're saying that a whole gr- group, that groups, whole groups of people cannot make choices about their body. The hypocrisy is so stunning. It's so blatantly obvious. And sorry. We went through the maskers. We go through the anti-vaxxers. We hear all of these different people talking about what they should do with their body. Yet those same people turn around and celebrate and a lot of people losing their right to do with their body what they want to do. And then to say that um, these people will have to have these children and then for them to go to school to be murdered. All right. For them to go to the grocery store and get murdered is completely is completely unfair. And then you have you it's just you want you want it's about the control of people who are deemed women. 
That's all that it is about. It's control. And then you can go even further to say that because it is projected very soon, I think now the projection went from 2050 to 2040, that white people will be the minority. And white people, there are statistics that show that white people are the ones who are getting abortions at at the highest rate. So now that you they cannot get abortions, they do not have the access to safe abortions, now you're forcing them to have more children so you can they can keep their status of being the majority of people making up the population. Or on the flip side, you're forcing them to have unsafe abortions. Listen, because you stop abortions or you say it's illegal does not mean that people are not still going to be seeking abortions. You're stopping people's right to do it safely in a controlled environment where they can maintain their health and the health of the child. People are still going to be trying to get abortions. I don't, they'll use different ways. I've seen um, people advertising pills or cocktails of pills in which people can take in order to achieve an abortion in some way. It's, yes. it's really not medical professionals, not people who know, but people who are just saying, hey, if you put all these different things in your body, this is what possibly, possibly could happen. That's why, like, if you've seen on the news, they've really advertised that different drugstores are limiting the sale of Plan B, uh, even now, to get the termination pill, which can, which can only be used in the first, like, two, two months. Not, I don't even think, yeah, m maybe the first two months. Excuse me. Um, they are limiting access to that. So it's not just the procedure of abortion. It's that you cannot have the termination pill. You can't have it sent to you. There are now um, doctors and nurses in, certain st in the states where they are banning it or just in general after um, it was overturned having to call lawyers to see like if they're going to get sued if they'll lose their license if the person is going to get sued because even though even though like there's HIPAA because of these laws now you have to report you have to report these things that you're you have to report the procedures that you're doing and also to speak on what they teach that about abortion not just being something that you know I made a mistake let me get an abortion you know it's also there's also a lot of misinformation that is still out there. A lot of a lot of doctors will tell people that you cannot get pregnant while breastfeeding, but that's not true. You can you still can get pregnant because you cannot predict if um, when you're going to get your period because essentially when you're breastfeeding you won't menstruate. But if you just so happen to and you're having sex unprotected sex, you'll get pregnant. And a lot I. And then people will then have abortions because they're not ready to have a baby while they still have a baby. As I spoke about in one of the earlier episodes, I wanted to have my child, but then my ex-boyfriend broke up with me. So then it was, do I want to be a single parent? It had nothing to do with whether or not I wanted to, whether or not I wanted my, my kid. It was if I could handle being a single parent. And in living in a country that demonizes young mothers, that demonizes single motherhood, and just the daunting idea of and having demonize black women in general. Yes, and I'm I'm all three of those things. Just the the idea, like being a parent, is hard enough, and being a parent on your own is even harder. So I had to really think. I had to take a pause and say, Can I be a single parent? Can I do it on my own? And I obviously made the decision that I could, but like that happens to people every single day. Every single day, people are making that hard choice, and people are getting abortions for the 
the child that they want. So whether or not you you see it as a as a fetus or a child, like it honestly doesn't matter. The whole point is that people should have autonomy over their bodies. And pro choice means you make the choice of what you feel is best for you. Um, not what I feel is best for you, not what my religion is say what's best for you. You might not even have the same beliefs as me. And even, sorry, even when it comes to religion, the religion that they're going off of is the Christian Catholic faith. Because in Judaism, abortion is, you, you can have an abortion in Judaism. It doesn't like send you to hell. So yeah, I, you're actually supposed to, if the baby is making you sick, you're supposed to have an abortion. People should have the choice to do what they do, but people de- uh, six people decided based off of various different reasons, mostly religion, mostly their political ideology, their affiliations. Um, Clarence Thomas, who I said last time was a piece of shit, still will follow through with that. He's a piece of shit. Um, Clarence Thomas seems hell-bent on doing everything he can to make it uncomfortable for people for things that will never affect him ever and even like in his um in his opinion he wants to he wants to go back and overturn everything except mm-hmm. interracial marriage so he wants to overturn um gay marriage he they already did Roe v Wade like all these all these things and it's like you know that's a really you're really playing with fire because it still says that black people are three-fifths of a human in the constitution that was never taken out so like you, I'm well, like, we know bro, Clarence Thomas is never going to be the one to make that argument. So. But my thing is like you, you are you are playing with fire. Just how you're saying that you want to undo everything except interracial marriage. You're you're playing playing with fire because sooner or later it's going to get to you. And I understand all skin folk and kin folk, but like, Damn bro, right. you still got that skin. And I'm sure ain't. But you still got that skin. And let me tell you, you and my like. You know, I, I get it. You know, he's I he's mean, a twisted person. He's like Uncle Ruckus. Clarence Thomas. He's uh, If you've ever seen the boondocks, look up Uncle Ruckus right now. Look up Uncle Ruckus. Clarence Thomas started, well, earlier in his career, had credibly sexually harassed a woman, a black woman, and then went on a whole campaign in order to try to demonize her. Shout outs to her and her resilience, Anita Hill. She was able to still overcome and still be seen as to many as a hero and icon, a champion for, you know, being able to speak up in that environment, in that setting. Um, same thing for the woman who spoke up against Brett Kavanaugh. But and can, can I tell you what he said? Clarence Thomas really said that Anita Hill making the <laughs> Anita Hill um, saying that he sexually harassed her was racist. Stop. He said that out loud. <sighs> if you don't, if you don't know, Anita Hill is a black woman. Clarence Thomas is a black man. I and, she's, and he tried to say that it was racist for her to do that, for Anita Hill to do that, because she was just trying to take away his ability to have a seat on the Supreme Court. That was, um, I guess, majority white or all white. But at the it's time. also interesting that that same type of situation, a little bit worse with Brett Kavanaugh, because he actually. Possibly, possibly rape someone. I don't know if you want to qualify that. I think they're just both bad. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, no, no. What I'm saying is, a couple of years later, decades later, we Mm -hmm. have the same type of situation 
for a Supreme Court justice. So we're saying that the Supreme Court justices are supposed to be the moral compass of the country. You're supposed to put the best people in those positions in order to help make difficult choices and decisions for millions of people. However, we're not seeing that. You know what? I think we're seeing toxic males being elevated consistently over and, and over and over again. Qualified white women. So when we go back to it, we're talking about America and what it is. Can I just say I really I think I want the people who run the NFL to run the Supreme Court because if some NFL players fuck up, they out. They're well, they're gone. Depends on the player. Yeah. The shitty players, it's like you hit somebody, you know what, actually, actually, I want the people who run ABC, because if someone has an allegation, they are written off a show ASAP, ASAP. Well, wait, you mean Shonda Rhimes? No, no, no. Because no. that's a different, whole different. No, but no, AB, ABC. Shonda don't play that. No, but that's ABC, because when in ABC pressures her, Columbus Short. He died. She liked Isaiah Washington, and that was an in-house thing. He got he got written off, but was able to come back. Okay, BC ABC does not play that. When allegations come out, dumb people get I taken off the show. I think she means certain shows because I can guarantee you there are shows that because Tim Allen was arrested for selling coke. That's just coke. I mean, I mean, no, I'm okay. I get All what right. you're saying. So. Um, back to what we were saying. Um, Roe v. Wade overturning is tragic. But continuing our conversation about America on this Independence Day, we talked about, um, we mentioned that there was a case in which a coach was praying on the 50-yard line. He got fired. Took The case went to the Supreme Court. Supreme Court ruled in his favor. So, it's basically opening up for prayer in at least school sports, but it's going to be a bigger issue to where it's going to open up prayer and religion in schools. Now, I am a member of the New York City Department of Education. We have many, many different races, many, many different beliefs, many, many different religions that go to these schools. So remember, we're talking about public schools now. They're not talking, they can't really regulate private schools in that way, but the public schools, they're opening up for prayer to happen possibly in schools. So what prayer are we talking about? You know, they mean just, you know, regular Christian God. Oh, because I know they're not going to allow the Muslim students to pray in school. I mean, when I was in high school, they were able to pray. Because that's your school making accommodations for them. But when it comes down to what the school is supposed to control and dictate, is that going to happen? No, I, I really... We're going to let... No. Remember, we're talking about different religions and what different I, beliefs are. I thought the aspect was that it was like a teacher leading prayer. They're not going to let a teacher lead a prayer where it's like, praise Allah. But what happens if that teacher is Muslim? They're not. They're gonna be like, ah, stop it. They're, then they're gonna say, no, it doesn't fit our school policy. So what we're saying is the only policy is the Christian, Catholic, etc., offshoots of that religion. Is that what I'm hearing? That's what I think that they mean. That's what I think they mean too. Cause I saw a tweet that said, "Listen, wait. If we're talking about religion, my religion and my words of right is the 1619 Project. We should be." talking that up in school but we won't or even i know i've seen people who are like 
um, you mean the Christian prayer because you wouldn't want my wicked ass saying a prayer. So, I mean, I had a biology teacher who was like, I don't believe in any of this because I believe in God. Bio teacher. Oh. But but he, he said that but still taught us the biology. It was a very interesting. Which, a very interesting. He literally was like, I believe that God created the earth and then taught us about like the Big Bang and like different theories about the Earth's creation. We have heard from people who reach out to us and say, hey, we did know these things, especially during our Black History Month and when we were showcasing uh, different figures, different black figures in history. And part of why you didn't know is because of the way that uh, what is chosen to be taught in school. Now, we're seeing across the country, there are limits. There are restrictions being put. More and more and more restrictions are being put on, quote-unquote, wokeness and how we go about and who and what we teach. So now we're going to fall, and the generations that come after us are going to forget large quantities of history because it's not going to be accessible or taught to them. You have to, to be an adult and to have to seek out knowledge and history that should you should have known is, is terrifying. One of the biggest scams that they tell us is when you grow up and you live in, this, in America, you think America is like a superpower. We're the superheroes. We are the... We're the Homelander. We are definitely the Homelander. Ooh, that's Watch a boy's, the boys. Joke. <laughs> Watch the boys. We America is Homelander, but we sell it like we're Superman. Or, we sell it like we're Batman. Uh, like we're here to solve all the world's problems, but we are the cause of a lot of fucking problems. Another another way you can put it is that we can't America, even solve our own problems, America, which we'll get to in a second. America thinks that like they're Bruce Wayne, really Batman. Really, Batman going into the streets yes, and beating up poor people, beating up, beating up people with you know sometimes following along, following the lead, doing absolutely no police work, you know, or maybe Not at the all. police do no, some work, no, no and then you're getting tid tidbits, but you know, doing your own thing. If you want to, if you lived in Gotham City and you want to get away with crime, do it during the day, and then you'd be all right. That's or it. America is the Lex Luthor who thinks, who thinks with their whole heart and soul that they are right, they are doing the right thing, that they are stopping the world from being controlled when in all actuality, they are the controlling factor. They are ruining everything. So you say in America is the Jeff Bezos? Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. because he, he could... He has a very Lex Luthor... We're, um, excuse me, we are on his platform, so... I, I mean, we are. I mean, he take us off, then that's, yeah, that's, that's it. petty <laughs> on so many levels, but... So if you listen on Audible, find a backup source. <laughs> but I'm saying he had a Jeff. Uh, anyway, let me let me got, got the ball. I got all you. that. No. We'll pivot from there. So um, the next major thing we want to also talk about with the Supreme Court is my phone froze. EPA. Oh yeah, gut in the EPA. So um, um no, you, you you explain it. So the Supreme Court again ruled six to three um, to undo some restrictions that were put into place to help the EPA have some overreach in order to help curb admissions so that way we can help battle climate change. So it was the like, okay, we, there was a problem that was recognized before. 
we need to do this, this, and this. The EPA had some overreach in order to for companies, industries, organizations, in order to help limit the amount of admissions that they would put out into the environment. The EPA uh, overturned that. Uh, I'm sorry, not the EPA. The Supreme Court overturned that overreach. I don't want to call it overreach, but that that. Uh, well, the EPA stands for Environmental Protection, Protection Agency. Protection yes. Agency, and their so goal it, is to protect the environment. So it limited their their power to to control, not to control, but to it, it limited their power to say like you are admitting too much into the air. It actually do this. It do does. That. It, it, uh, limiting it is a nice way to put it. It gutted them. It basically not only stopped them from doing it, but possibly could stop them from doing it again in the future. When you prove that something is unconstitutional or it's an overreach, they're basically saying, well, this is something that we have seen based on our quote-unquote constitution that hasn't been updated in any meaningful ways. That's why we still have the Second Amendment arguments every time. But we'll talk about that in a little bit because, you know, if we're talking about America, you know what we got to talk about. Guns. And mass shootings. So the EPA, now the coal industry... Big, big supporters of Republican, Republican candidates. Um, they have an industry that is kind of an old, a lot would consider an art, more of an archaic industry. They consider it as uh, there's different ways in order to get energy. There should be alternative sources. But the burning of coals and all of these things, they help to add to the admissions in the in the environment, which Climate change is happening and it's real. Just because you say it isn't or you deny it does not change the reality that this earth is kind of crumbling in on itself because of the choices and the decisions that we are making to make money. We're, we're, we're affecting lives of billions and billions of people for a monetary small piece of paper that tells us this is how much we have or how much we're worth. And, and you're going to die anyway. that is anyways. a major problem. But we're all going to die sooner, and future generations are going to inherit a environment in a, on a planet that is perpetually failing itself because of choices that were made in the past that are not being changed. The only thing that we're changing is the mindset that the planet is less worthy than the capitalistic system that we're running. And yeah, and all the people who are trying to get more money and keep their money, it's like you're going to die with billions of dollars for what? You will never get to spend it all ever in your lifetime in a million lifetimes. And I also feel like the EPA didn't I mean with certain things they didn't have a lot of say anyways like when it comes to like private bottling companies they can't really they can't they can't test their water so all they, they were limited in so many ways so it just makes it so much worse i know you don't want me to do this but jeff bezos bro you could be batman sorry you could be bruce wayne please be bruce wayne don't be batman don't go and dress up at night and beat people up in the streets no what you could do is you could literally solve world hunger you could literally change the environment, the lives of millions, if not billions of people with choices. Yes, it is your money. Yes, it is your influence. Yes, all of that is true. But you can be Lex Luthor or you can be Bruce Wayne. Good Bruce Wayne, not, 
not the Dark Knight versions and where he's brooding and all of that. You can still be that, but you can make a significant impact on millions and millions of people. And if you don't want to do that, you can pay Amazon workers, you know, their fair share, a living wage, and you can help them unionize. Oh, yeah, we definitely are going to get, um, we're going to get deplatformed. You can just set the example <laughs> for other people. I, that's, oh, I'm asking a lot less than the teach. Yeah, she is. I'm asking, I'm asking for, like, if the bare minimum, oh, if the bare minimum was, like, a foot high, I'm asking you for, like, negative 10 feet. We're not trying to take any shots or anything at people. We This is Independence Day. We're talking about America, honestly, on this day. But not nah, Jeff. No, nah, I just seen a video where um, Elon Musk released a patent for Tesla so that there could be more environmentally friendly cars. I'm just saying, he's looking real Bruce Wayne. He's looking real Bruce Wayne right now. Not, I'm just. I, I get with that with that. Effort. With that yes. No, no, no. With that yes. one in that one aspect you. in that very in that one particular aspect, Bruce Wayne. You know it would be great instead and, of billionaires trying to uh, outdo each other with yachts and stuff. How can they make a difference in the environment? You know what? That is the new challenge. I don't know if I can call it a TikTok challenge because I'm not on TikTok, but. People with vast amounts of wealth. Why don't y'all have a competition instead of he gets a bigger yacht than your yacht has to be bigger? You you did all of that. Y'all yachts are big enough. Your yachts are bigger than you ever would probably possibly need it for whatever you're doing. Why don't y'all have a change lives? Take your money you- and put it towards something. Buy a town. Don't don't, don't buy, buy a, a town. town. Sorry. Invest in a town. Invest in some educational systems. Look, I'm in New York City uh, public schools. Yes, that would be great. But you don't even have to do that. Go to Flint. Invest in that public education. Go to somewhere in the middle of America. Build up their infrastructure. Where we have politicians arguing about infrastructure and how do we maintain it with whatever funds that they're playing their own little games of monopoly with. Y'all can come in and outdo each other, and it would feel good. I mean, depending on you know, if y'all have I'm gonna parts. you know what I'm gonna let's like I'm gonna borrow Drake's idea. I'm gonna call it the God's Plan Challenge, God's Plan Global Challenge. All right, just give you can even you can you can do with the teacher. You can give money to people because putting money in the hands of people will also help. You know, yeah, people. it helps everybody give even if you give it to politics to your homies, your your politician friends, you know, so that they give them enough so that they can take their take their cut and then help the rest of us. I have a pool where you help out entrepreneurs. No, not only help them out to where you get X amount of percent of their company that you kind of give them the wings so that they can fly without any oversight, without any overreach. Yes, you could be a mentor. You can do all of those other things. But it's not about a business. You're helping to change people's lives. You can literally fix a lot of the problem. You can give people... Instead of just saying, I want to have a bigger yacht than this person or that person. Or I need these cars. You could still do that and still do this thing that I'm saying. Some of y'all can give like... Oh, like you can give out millions of dollars to people and still... And not even it. notice. Not even notice that it's gone. Because I'm telling you, your tax account is probably stealing from you anyways. You might as well give it away. That's it. You could literally help our fledgling podcast get off the ground. I'm just kidding. No. We're, we're, we're not that. We're popping. But 
What I'm saying is you can really, really change lives. If you want to talk about making a difference on this Independence Day, that's a challenge. I don't know what we're going to call it. I'm going to go with what Nordy said for now. That's one thing I Borrowing say. Drake's God's plan. No, he started the challenge. Hello, that's where it comes from. That's, oh. why, that's why I could use I'm it. I'm curious to know how many people who can make vast amounts of uh, difference actually is part of that challenge or a challenge similar. And hey, if y'all are already part of the challenge, school us. Let us know how you're actually helping out the community that consumes your products, that consumes your things. How are you helping them? You're one of the few producers in the world. How are you helping out the consumers who are so in this society, because that's what capitalism is, is consumption. How are you helping them so that they can live good? We have a food problem. Inflation is going up. Rents are going up. People are rising homeless. How can you help solve those problems? Yes, you can also make the argument that it's not your problem. But. But it is your problem because we are one community. If, if one person is failing and falling, if one person is suffering, everybody is suffering because, as you know, it's a, it's a chain reaction. Okay, as Tupac beautifully illustrated it in Brenda's Got a Baby. Okay, one person is hurting and then it hurts their neighbor, which hurts the whole building, which it hurts the whole, which hurts the whole community. Okay, so we need your help to fix our global community. So let's balls in your court. It's always been in your court. What do you want to do about it? We'll see. Bounce um, it. I do want to say this: if this is the last episode you hear from us on Audible. Or any Amazon-like product, do know that you know we tried to challenge Bezos and everybody else who are billionaires and have wide influence and money to, you know, help out the community. So, hey, it was worth it, I guess. Anyway, so going back to continuing to talk about the state of America on this here Independence Day, we have to talk about something that nobody likes to ever talk about because it's tragic, is mass shootings. Um, We are still in a thoughts and prayers society. We're a consumption country, a a consumption society, and a thoughts and prayers society. Because today, on July 4th, mass shootings. Three mass shootings have happened today. Uh, The biggest one, I'm sorry, excuse me. I will want to take that biggest one. The one that we have the most information about at this time is the one at a fe- uh, a parade in in order to acknowledge um, July Fourth, the Independence Day, that happened in Chicago, and um, about twenty five well, numbers are still coming in. About twenty five people were shot. At least six people passed away. Sorry to hear that. The problem is, it's sadly, it's just, this is an epidemic. COVID was a, a pandemic. No, this is a pandemic. We have a gun problem, period. Well, I think it's an epidemic because it's not worldwide. Yes, that's true. Sorry. It's an epidemic. We you heard that because it's not worldwide. Yes. It's, <laughs> it's this country. So again, we're painted as the superheroes, but we can't even solve the problems that we have. We have a gun problem. 
then we're 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 taking away restrictive gun laws in order to help make these guns more out there in the public. People are living in fear. People are afraid because we have a gun problem. Not only do we have a gun problem, we have a mass shooting problem to where individuals are choosing to harm, kill, maim, traumatize as many people as they possibly can. Now, I just want to say this, and you can fill in the rest of it. The suspect in the Chicago Independence Day parade shooting was taken in without much incident. Yeah, so they had to chase him a little bit. But then they arrested him without calmly. much incident. So I, I don't even need to tell you anything else. I think if you know, you know, they you, took him in without incident. They took Robert Cremo, the third. We're going to be specific because he's a murderer. We're going to say his name. He's a murderer. They took him in, in without incident, without incident. So that tells you everything you need to know. Now, let's counterpoint that because recently there was an person black man black unarmed man who was shot at 90 times hit 60 times and passed away unarmed at a traffic stop at a traffic stop there was a a police chase um cops claimed they saw a weapon no weapon was recovered eight officers fired over 90 shots 60, I just, I need to put this in perspective. 60 shots hit this individual. 60, 60 shots unarmed. On the flip side in Chicago today, responsible for shooting at least 25 people. Take it in without incident. Already shown that this will would commit mass murder will kill people take it in with limited incident a short pursuit take it in without incident let's keep in mind that these eight officers were chasing one person or they you know they were stopping one person a civilian at that and even if this person had a had a weapon or had a gun as they say um as they thought that they saw, they are still eight trained officers, trained trained to uh, handle people who have weapons, to handle to stop people in these kind of events. They between them have years of training, have years of experience, and they killed this person. They killed Jalen Jalen Walker, age twenty five. Uh, twenty five years old at a traffic stop. Uh, do we know how old the? I don't even know. The person from Chicago, do we know how old he was? Oh, that I did not look up. Yeah, it, I don't think they, they published. I don't think when, when, it's a, when it's someone who's causing a mass shooting, they kind of just like release the name in the photo. This per, and, and then I even, the only reason why I know about Jalen Walker's age is because of the memoriam post for him. So that's also different kind of different context completely. But yes, I said a couple of episodes ago that we were going to have a mass shooting and there was going to be a shooting of an unarmed black man before the end of the summer. I think I said that in June. We didn't go. We went a couple of weeks before the mass shootings were happening. Don't don't get me wrong. 
But, and this one, because I remember we were talking about the guy who got shot in the back of the head. I want to say names. It's just, it's hard. It's painful. Because all we're doing is saying names of people who deserve to be alive right now. Who should not have to... It doesn't matter whatever encounter you have with police. If you're unarmed and you're not being physically violent, there should be, and even then, there should be no reason why you should be murdered and then handcuffed or murdered while you're handcuffed. It, the, not only did they shoot him 60 times, I think they still handcuffed him. That I don't know. I think that was what one of the reports is, I'm going to say allegedly, because I have to then do research, but you can only read and do research about these things for so much before they start to weigh on you. We're talking about America on Independence Day. We're talking about the Supreme Court's choices. We're talking about the same thing we've been talking about, I think, for like six, seven, eight episodes. Mass shootings. It's literally one long conversation. Brutality. And then even in a bigger conversation... Um, Okay, sorry. Do the right thing came out in 1989. That in that movie, um, the character Radio Rahim is handcuffed and suffocated with the with the baton. That was based off of a of a real murder. I spoke about it in another episode. Mm -hmm. That was based off a real murder. That's the 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 song that Public Enemy made called "Fight the Power." Another summer. Still all. All of the same things are still happening. I, in fact, I think you know, in 1989, you know, generally people had more freedoms because you still had the constitutional right, you know, to have an abortion. You know, there were still some gun laws. You know, EPA had power. So I think you know we're going completely backwards. And to think that a movie that was made, what 1989, that's like almost over 30 years ago, to think that that was it's still so prevalent is crazy. You know, it, it, it's mind-blowing because we're supposed to be going forward. We're supposed to be on fucking hoverboards and shit, okay? We are past the point where Marty McFly went into the future. Yeah. And, and in that movie, they were putting in fucking um, compost and, and soda cans to fuel their cars, their hover cars. We are nowhere near that. Gas is record highs. Um, in some places, I was talking to somebody who lived in California and she was telling me that gas was about six fifty where she lived, and closer to L.A. is like almost eight dollars, eight dollars a gallon. I don't have, I don't drive. Is I that don't a either. Lot? I eight dollars a uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Two seventy five on a train sounds real good. I mean, it always sounds good to me. I'm I'm a big advocate of public transportation. However, you do understand when you're taking public transportation, you got to understand you're on public transportation, so you just have to. Understand that people don't, aren't always going to have the best manners and stuff. But once you get past that, I mean, it'll get you where you need to go, hopefully. You get in the car, hopefully. you got to understand people don't have the best manners. That's why you have car accidents. Yeah, that's true. And road rage. and But you get road rage on the subway. <laughs> you'll, be, you'll be on the train like, why the fuck are they leaning on the pole? But not only that, people just start arguing and yelling and fighting. And then you're like, it's. It's like at first it's like, oh my gosh, this is so entertaining. They look, oh no, they about to fight. Let me move. Nah. It's it's oof. So here is where we are on this Independence Day. How much has changed? Where is the freedoms? Where is the rights? Where is the sense of pride? How are we any better 
this Independence Day than 10 Independence Days ago, 20 Independence Days ago. What's, what's the sense of joy? What is really, what America is really about is what we have been seeing. Limiting people's rights, limiting their, I'm sorry, we're really just not limiting everyone's rights. We're continuing to showcase who and what we think are important and who is not important. We're silencing voices of people, who, the marginalized. We continue to see that we have three today, Independence Day, three. Right now, as far as I know, when I pick up the, uh, my phone and I look up, it may be more. But three mass shootings today on Independence Day. And I have to say, like, it's just so scary because so many people travel to sit and watch the um, to watch fireworks like in and I don't know if there, there's not a parade for July 4th in New York. Or at least there's not like a big one that they shut down like Fifth Avenue. But, um, you know, but they have they schedule to have them either on the East River or the Hudson River. So people sit there for hours to wait and watch them, you know, and it's scary because like you're a sitting duck. Like, it's like, you know, you can't live your life in fear, but when you go to something like that, it's like, you like, you, there is, almost, there's a little paranoia because you're like, I have, I want to get close, but I have to be able to get away. Like, I, like, you never know. You never know what's going to happen. And then ultimately nothing can happen. You know, it's like, but you know, we're definitely just like, I'm wrong direction. If this is America, and this is America. What do we do and where do we go from here? How do we solve our gun problem? Apparently, the people in power don't want to solve it. I'm sorry, I got really low because I got I real. I know. I mean, they don't, they're not invested in solving it. It's just like they're never going to be invested in solving it because they don't want to lose their power. And then at the same time, like I said in the last episode, right? Yeah, it was the last episode. They, the they don't care that kids are being killed because it's the, it's the types of kids that are being killed. It's the types of people who are being killed, people of color, people who are in the LGBTQIA plus community, people who are people who um are in living living in poverty or close to poverty. They do not care about those people. They don't care about us. So it's okay if it's it's okay if we die, and it, it's okay if it's horrific because it's a part of their plan of genocide to have certain people populating America and eventually populating the earth. I need to ask you a favor, Naughty. Oh, God. I kind of want to skip my favorite segment, and okay. I'll tell you why. So Naughty and I decided that we were going to shoot on this day because we wanted to have raw... To be real and have the rawest feelings and emotions about this day and everything going on. And I was, you know, I love Naughty and the Teach Recommends, but Yay. it just feels, I feel drained. And honestly, I kind of want to get a drink. Yeah, I feel that too. I also, yeah. And I also don't want to end on a lighthearted note because yes. it's not, I don't feel lighthearted. Yeah. Um. I guess we're this is this is the state of the country, and this is what 
is going on on this day. Um, that doesn't mean we shouldn't find joy because we always have to find joy in every aspect that we, we can. It's just that this is, this is America. Just also food for thought, right? All of the great works, if, listening, if you're in America listening to this, all of the great works, all of the great plays, all the great stories, all of those were brought from Europe here. And then they were retold and recreated on Broadway. Wait, you mean even the Emmett Till play? Sorry, I'm so sorry. Oh, oh that goes. Oh, wait, but wait. Good segue. The form, the the only form of of theater, the only only form of theater that was made in America is minstrelsy. Oh. Okay, that's what we have: minstrel shows and fucking baseball. And oh. baseball, I don't know if that's based off cricket or not. Because they do seem kind of similar, but minstrelsy we have. Yeah. And people from other countries will really tell you that Americans love baseball. Like, that's our shit. So. Let's go Mets. Woohoo, go Mets. Because basketball's Canadian. Or the guy who made it is Canadian. He, he, it was made in America, but he is Canadian. So it's like the Statue of Liberty, Jersey or New York. Yeah. Oof, man. All right, so um, you got the Ross, you got the most honest emotions we can about this, about what's going on in the country. Um, we will definitely, you, our episodes are going to be our episodes. We appreciate you listening. Some of them will be, will be nice and fun and laughy, but some of them will be real and We'll try to do that honest. next week. Next week will be nice and we'll fun We'll do and what laughy. we can, but, you know, we're, we're, we're going to keep it real with you. As much time. as we can. This is us. This is how we're feeling. This is this is <laughs> this, this is, is <laughs> this is America. I don't know what else um, to say. But yeah, we'll introduce our new segment in the next episode. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. We were gonna do that. See, but you see, look, America got us all sad. This day, we 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 chose to do this this day, and I'm glad we did because this was honest. It was, and you know we're honest and authentic. And skeptical and imperfect. Yeah. All right. So um, thank you all for listening. Anything you want to say before we wrap this up? Look out for our stickers posted up in New York City bars and restaurants. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. We did ask uh, last episode that if you see a Naughty and the Teach sticker, um, or I would say a magnet as well, but magnets aren't going to stay. So if you see a Naughty and a Teach sticker, take a, take a picture of it. Send it to us at... Naughty in the Teach at in, on Instagram.com. At Naughty in the Teach. And also, as you as you post it and tag us in that picture, tag 10 of your friends in that picture as well. Look at the challenges. That's a challenge. So definitely do that. Um, show love. We are growing as a platform, and we appreciate every single one of you who are listening today. Um, I don't really have much... Um, no, follow us at Naughty and the Teach at the Teach NYC or at or and and at Naughty Flower. Um, all right. We will see you next episode.